0: This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. uh, We got Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt here on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Troy D. alongside on a beautiful day. Hello, Troy. Hello, Clip. Good to see you, my man. Great
1: weekend, man. Hi, this was a lot of fun. Epic weekend. If only the Pirates could have pulled off the upset in Minjis, it would have been one for the ages. But, uh, man, what a great baseball weekend, uh, taking two from the tar heels and that is always fun to get a sweep and it's definitely fun to uh get a sweep in the fashion they did here in greenville and then of course the one in chapel hill what a uh comeback for east carolina and what a team showed a lot of guts five and
0: one of the pirates now after a back-to-back six to five victories over north carolina and a big part of that uh, was jacob jenkins coward who joins us here inside the pirate radio studios jc how you doing man great great to be here absolutely and uh so much good to talk about jacob and uh awesome weekend and my first question is how'd you drop that fly ball in the ninth inning on friday night yeah so um riley...
1: <laughs> let's go ahead and get that out of the way you get, that, yeah, out out get, the get that out of the way yeah. first so we move thought on that on we're critical but we're just curious um,
2: so when riley johnson comes in he's um he's, he's a little bit faster than me a little bit better outfielder so uh, i move over to right field and he plays center and i just hadn't dealt with the lights all night because i was in center there's really no lights and ball went up gotten the lights i didn't do a good job of putting the glove up to block them so
1: i saw it look like you know you're coming towards it then you had to go like left or right a little bit
2: yeah I, i noticed it i came in when
0: i saw it off the bat and then lost it and yeah just one of
1: those Struggle things that happens
0: sometimes. But the uh, team uh, picked you up, got out of it, and got the sweep over North Carolina. Well, I guess not necessarily a sweep because they might play this game later, Troy D. They yeah. got lost on Saturday. So at least a series win yeah. guaranteed over the Tar Heels. And you, you did it, uh, Jacob, in similar fashion Friday and Sunday. Uh, the rally in the 8th on Friday. The rally in the 7th, which uh, you had a, a big part of there with your shot up the middle on sunday and just i never say die attitude for you guys yeah i mean it obviously isn't the plan um to to have multiple comeback
2: wins in a row like that but um it just shows we're never out of it um our offense is you know it's like a dormant volcano so (laughs) whenever we're not hot you know when that flips when that switch flips it's it's game on i gotta imagine the bus ride
1: was a lot of fun home last night
0: (laughs) yeah a lot, of, a lot of games with Mafia. It was very, very <laughs> That's still time. going huh? I remember oh, yeah. Packard, Bryant Packard and those guys just yeah. talk about that years ago when he played. What, mafia is still a thing.
1: When you get hot, like I go back to Friday night and, you know, the bats weren't doing anything mm-hmm. for the Pirates. And then all of a sudden the eighth inning, it's like a different... Team, different ball game. Was it the pitching change for North Carolina? I mean, was that guy just that good that he was just able to shut everybody down? And then the other guy, and then once they he leaves, it's like they go through a full rotation. Mm-hmm. Then we're I feel like we're in their head, yeah. And then it just kind of spirals out of control for them. And the Pirates get hot. I mean, what is it that flips the switch sometimes?
2: I mean, yeah, the, that guy uh, Carlson, he, he's got a, got a really got really good stuff. So our plan the whole time was to get into the bullpen. If we get into the bullpen, we'll be good. Just put pressure on him, and we weren't able to do that. Uh, through the first seven. But once um, we got into the bullpen, we knew we
0: we were pretty much set. And uh, the opposite plan, I guess, for the opponents, which you don't have to worry about, Jacob, but when the Pirates get to their bullpen, that's trouble for opposing teams. How about your bullpen these two games, uh, locking it down and keeping you guys in it uh, for you to be able to come back? Yeah, I mean, our bullpen's been spectacular. They really do a good job of having a
2: closer's mentality just come in close their inning, get the job done, and pass it along to the next guy. And I think that's what's really fueled their success.
1: Clip here's a stat to consider. Johnny Stats. This is this is is it again? one. Johnny always uh, has great stats. The uh, Pirates are 5-0 and oh when committing an error, and 0-1 oh and when they do not. So, so thank you, Jacob. Yeah, you saved the game. Stats to consider. For, on behalf of Pirate Nation, great work. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: uh jacob sometimes uh uh, hits come in different ways sometimes they're those big towering balls you hit over the scoreboard sometimes they're bouncers up the middle and uh you just had to fight and you were able to do that during that rally on sunday so how about that at bat uh walk us through that one and uh ended in a great result for the pirates yeah so uh, scouting report this guy comes in uh hard throwing sinker baller and
2: um oh oh, i was expecting a sinker and didn't sink so i swung right underneath it and then um took strike two at the bottom of the zone and then it was just
0: compete mode from there it's just move the baseball so a lot of two strike hitting for you guys jacob starling has made it an art almost at this point but two strike hitting how much do you and and coach godwin and and the team talk about that and how does the approach change for you guys when there's two strikes um it's definitely a different approach. We have uh,
2: two different approaches, so I really don't want to reveal too much, sure. but uh, <laughs> but w- we 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 practice it a lot. We practice two strike hitting uh, off the pitching machines and stuff like that with all the different pitches, and it's uh, it's more of a mindset than a f- physical thing. So,
0: so does your swing change much at all?
2: No, I okay. think I think you shorten up and you're moving the baseball in the middle of the field, and you're just competing and fighting to put a,
0: put a, put the bat on the ball. Really. Awesome weekend for the Pirates, and uh, that what was that uh, eighth inning like at home on Friday when you the, just that snowball starts rolling? What's that feeling? Yeah, that, you was, guys? that was nuts. Um, as soon as the the guy
2: came in out of the pen, the energy was up in the in the crowd, and uh, he's a true freshman, so. He comes in, AMAC gets a big lead off walk, and then it gets really loud. And
0: even AMAC after the walk, it was almost like he hit a home run. He was like yeah. pumping up the dugout. Absolutely. like You kind of felt
1: it right there, yeah. right? You can and, kind of feel it. And, and Clip, I talked with you pregame and did a report with you here, and it really was, you know, I was out there. It's a February game, but, but it was kind of really nice weather. It felt like a regional type, mm, an NCAA absolutely. regional type atmosphere. Ended up being the largest crowd in Clark-Eclair history you know uh jacob talk about that energy on the field because you guys are are feeling it from all directions there and it just had to be kind of just a a wild deal as you went into the eighth and ninth inning just from the crowd
2: yeah absolutely i remember last year in the regional coach she told me like when when we take the field i want you to take it in for a second because it's the first time you know you experience this and then i remember having that same feeling taking the field friday night so it was definitely amazing to have
0: everybody like that there uh, everybody jacked up after the win, and then you come back and, and have to do it again on Sunday. And I've talked to athletes, football players especially, that like going into road environments, and they got that road warrior mentality. How about when you go to a road game and like at least half the crowd is in purple and gold? That's <laughs> yeah. uh, got to be a cool feeling that yeah. you've taken over their stadium almost. Yeah, that was it didn't feel like a road game
1: other (laughs) than
2: the you know different field obviously but the
1: chance were felt like it was in greenville
2: yeah absolutely i mean i know when we had the rally going on the seventh it was it was our home field advantage it was it was weird feeling but good feeling
1: i saw a lot of north carolina fans complaining about it but um they really only have themselves to blame clip you know because those are their tickets that our fans bought yeah I mean, so, yeah, who else are you going to blame? Yeah. So I, I love it when they complain about that stuff.
0: Speaking of which, uh had a question from Colby. He said, Did you pick up any art, artisanal artisanal cheeses while you were in Chapel Hill? <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. So we, we know, I don't mean to like hate on the people of Chapel Hill, but they are what you'd call wine and cheese fans, where they golf clap, stuff like no that. Uh, that's fair. That's not a, uh, yeah.
0: But, it's a completely different culture here in
2: Greenville, which we
1: absolutely <laughs> love.
0: Beer and dogs versus wine yeah. and cheese. Uh, we talked about cheeses the other day. Jacob, what's your favorite kind of cheese? American. American. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. What's you clip. Um, cheddar, sharp cheddar, right. really. I like a sharp cheddar, boy. I'm a Swiss cheese type of guy. You're a Swiss, yeah, a little holy? like a little holes in it. All right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I like Swiss cheese. That's good. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. All right. Fair. That this is, uh, concludes cheese talk. <laughs> yes, it does. Here on uh, Pirate Radio. <laughs> this Live.
1: was for the Toriel fans. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> a little <laughs> something for those
0: guys tuning in right now. You a wine guy, Jake? Are you 21? No. I'm uh, never mind. Yeah, okay, fair drink. enough. Yep, You
1: only look like you're 31. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is a lot. I'm talking to a (laughs) grown-ass man who's not 21. Don't let his looks fool you. He looks older than Cliff. still got 10 months to go. (laughs) You got your uh, kids out in the lobby. uh, (laughs) This guy's got got a mortgage he's dealing with over here.
0: Speaking of which, uh, I saw a question, too, from John. When you're at the plate, does your mustache put fear into (laughs) pitchers? It it has to. Yeah. Uh, Uh Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kidding. You know, but
2: <laughs> it's definitely something to look at, you know? I mean, last year it wasn't as thick. I wasn't as mature. Um, so, you know, you couldn't really see it. But now you can see it on the broadcast, which is a little different. So yeah. I guess if you, if they can see it and the pitcher can definitely see it, I don't know if it makes a difference or not, though.
0: <laughs> Do you put anything in it
2: to, make, um, to get that twirl?
1: No, it's actually... Just kind of twirls up on its own. Natural. Are you letting it just grow at this point, or do you trim it up?
2: Yeah, uh, I, I'll lift up the edges and trim mm-hmm. up underneath.
1: Mm-hmm. And It's sometimes. a lot of maintenance to keep yeah. up with it. I mean, honestly, you think facial hair is easy. It's actually harder yeah. to maintain facial hair than it is just to shave. What do you know about it? <clears throat> Man, after a while, if I let it go, I'm like, this is a pain <laughs> in the butt. i got to just shave it off. Are you participating in Mustache March? No. Man, I am participating in donating Correct. Yeah. to ALS, which, by the way, Clip, I have a big announcement. Okay. Uh, you might have seen our promotion we did at UBE with our Jungle Nation shirts that we were selling for just $10. These are some of the coolest shirts we've made. Uh, we so, I've never seen anything like it. We sold out in 30 minutes at UBE. We had uh, just hundreds of shirts we took down there with us. We went ahead and we did um, another run. We put them online with our friends at UBE, piratewear.com and sold them there and then hundreds more shirts sold we've completely sold out even on the online orders now so we are totally sold out currently of the jungle nation uh if you've pre-ordered one we will be uh hopefully getting those uh produced this week later this week and you'll be able to have them if not this weekend by next week but uh they are in process now And uh, it has just been an absolute – we're going to be making an awesome donation to Mustache March very soon to uh, help fight ALS. So, that will be from all of us here at Pirate Radio. And and thanks to everybody that has supported the cause, too, by uh, purchasing one of these $10 shirts. So, thank you, Pirate Nation. We appreciate it. Currently completely sold out. But uh, I think uh, just (laughs) – there's so many of these that are going to be out there now that um hopefully everyone had a chance to get one
0: yeah uh that's fantastic and uh yeah like in the future hopefully there can be more jacob just as uh year two for you here you know how much do you know how much is discussed about the leclerc legacy the number 23 cliff godwin i'm sure uh has, has mentioned it talked about it with you guys but uh how much are you aware of all yeah that? it's it's a big part of our program big part of our culture um,
2: all incomers, freshmen, and and transfers, we read Coaching Third by Leclaire, awesome. and we talk about it in front of the team. So it's definitely like the first thing we really dive into the culture of our program. Yeah, kind it's fantastic. kind of weird.
1: Clip as you were talking about this, twenty three live viewers right now currently on, on Facebook, our Facebook yeah. page. Just kind of one of those anomalies. That's one of them things. <laughs> Gave me goosebumps right there.
0: Yeah. Can't fake that, uh, Jonathan says. Uh, JJC being from the Triad, does he prefer barbecue from places like uh, Stamey's? Is it S T A M E Y? Okay, yeah. or has he been converted to Eastern North Carolina barbecue like Parker's? What's your Parker's? Uh, Parker's. You like the Eastern right. vinegar based, vinegar based okay. everything?
1: I got in an argument with somebody about this the other day, and they were trying to say, "Oh no, I like this other kind." And I'm like, "What? There is no other kind." It's Eastern North Carolina. That is barbecue. <laughs> well, there okay. is another kind. No, that, that's brisket. There's You mm-hmm. call it other things. Like Eastern North Carolina barbecue is barbecue. Everything else is other stuff. Right. Yeah, I went to Michigan, Mission Barbecue a couple of times this summer,
2: and I remember the first time I went in there, they were like, so which sauce do you want? I'm like, what do you mean, which sauce do I want? I <laughs> thought there was one sauce. He goes, the vinegar-based? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I don't need I don't exactly. the other one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's no I don't want options. I want
2: yeah, the one. Want
1: the one. Br- brisket's not barbecue, it's brisket. It's fair. You know. All right. And you will Sorry, uh, I get emotional about this.
0: It is something that is uh, you know, a hot topic among the people. Yeah. Just like cheese. <laughs> uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward joining us. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll look at the week ahead, but having fun with the guys here on the Delcor Players Lounge and if you have issues with your Heating, cooling, plumbing. You can call the service professionals at Delcor 321-8868 or visit delcorinc.com. Uh, why just get it done when you can get it done right? Oh, we got a Burley
1: yeah. AB. Got, look at this. We got uh, little breaking news here while we were on.
0: Alec Burleson at the dish with two on, one out, bottom of the seventh, and the Cardinals with a 7-4 to four lead over the Mets. Uh, did he start today, Shirley? I haven't looked all check the box score and see if this is his first a b or if he's been a first offerings of ball it's pretty cool uh Jacob see uh, a yeah. old uh pirate this could be the you dish. <laughs> yeah you're looking into uh, your future yeah. right here Hopefully, hopefully.
1: If you, oh, we probably asked you this before. What major league team is your favorite? The Braves. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yep, I knew we asked it before. Remember, I was, uh, I was seeing if you remembered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. It was a test, and you passed.
0: Remember all that stuff you promised you'd do for him and Del Murphy? Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. uh, yes, I do. <laughs> okay, I and so that. you need to <laughs> provide
1: me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because I've that that is correct. Yeah. Uh, by the way, also coming across, we, we should, um, I don't want too much time to go by, um, i probably seeing the news today. Unfortunately, former ECU athletic director, legendary coach, Terry Holland passed away today, guys. And, uh, you know, Terry did a great job here as athletic director, his wife, Ann Holland had her own radio show here, a pirate radio. And we got to know the Hollands very well. And Terry had been struggling as, as, as we know over the past few years, um, and uh his health had declined but uh, always uh, was tough stuff I believe he was 80 I think years old but uh definitely last a, a left a incredible legacy
0: just uh the ultimate gentleman I mean just yeah. uh what a guy just treated everyone with respect and uh Certainly thoughts go out to uh, Miss Ann, Ann Holland, who uh, was a big part of the uh, yeah, radio. Absolutely. The Ann Holland, show, she is an awesome lady as well. Just a, a fantastic family. He was a legend before he got here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Troy, And then, uh, you know, a lot of success uh, with football, uh, some baseball as well. Yeah, and I think Terry's
1: lunch. legacy here really kind of put uh, scheduling with such an emphasis then and really kind of hey, probably the best AD football scheduling we've ever had in the history of the program. I remember when they rolled it out with the teams with the Virginia Techs and the North Carolina North Carolina State he was the guy that got it and he brought value to the season ticket to uh, ECU football and I don't think we've ever had scheduling like that before and I don't know if we'll ever have it like that again. As a basketball
0: fan we had State, Clemson, Wake Forest in Menjee's Coliseum like during those years. Yeah. I mean mean, that
1: was awesome. I mean it was football it was basketball obviously baseball you know Cliff always done a great job scheduling there too but uh those two sports uh, i think it was some of the best scheduling we've ever had
0: yeah and we just haven't yeah you're right seen anything like it since uh burley grounds out to first and then what did they call jacob a bulk on that how that last run scored you see that i think it was a pitch clock violation is that what it was yeah wow and we have seen that the braves got Clocked off, or however you want to call it, their batter. (laughs) Excuse me. uh, Clocked off, Troy D. (laughs) They got clocked off this weekend. Oh, Uh, batter, I guess wasn't ready in time, and the uh, that that was it. Ball game. It's over. So they're going warp speed in the uh, majors, Jacob, and and now that is an emphasis in college baseball. I commented how. The pace was amazing. Like, breakneck speed against George Washington when I was out there last weekend. But how uh, have you adjusted to that? Has it affected you at all? Yeah, I think I I have to... Walking from the on deck circle to the plate, I have to get in the box a
2: little quicker. But other than that, it doesn't really affect him in between pitches. Yeah, I
0: swear I heard Cliff while you guys were up to bat yell, "Let him get in the box to the umpire." So I guess they're still if the uh, if the batter's not ready, they're they're getting him in. If and you said there's cases where the pitcher might go a little too fast, they have mm-hmm. to say hold up. So you've seen some cases yeah, like so that. If the if a pitcher if there's runner on and a pitcher comes set before the batter's in the box, they
2: usually tell him to step off. So, so we can at least get in the box before they come set you don't think but it's
0: not a huge deal
2: no I, I don't really uh, we all our, our, Coach Knight and uh, Coach G have always made sure our pitchers you know throw us some pace because uh-huh. you know we we want to get the fans into it when, so when it's a fast paced game it's easier to watch yeah. easier to stay locked in so that's always been a, a big thing for us so I think it's just
1: making everybody else catch up I, I agree I think it's a good thing I think it's a positive to keep it moving and keep people engaged
0: I I hope it doesn't turn into a circus. Like with the the major leagues, they are really, really. And it's 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 kind of adds a different element to it because a lot of games I've seen the pitch clock behind the the plate. And you said there's one out like in the batter's or the uh, scoreboard or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the batter can see it. But you're almost focusing on that, like, oh my God, is he gonna get this? It's kind of
1: like it's like the shot clock <laughs> yeah. in basketball, where especially the way they have it up on the graphic with Major League Baseball, you're right, Cliff. It is almost like right, almost center of the screen, so it's like <laughs> you you end up watching the five, four, three, yeah. two to see if he can get the pitch. He's off not gonna get it off. He's not gonna get it. Yeah, <laughs> we're before you're not really paying attention to how much time there is in between. And so. I'm
0: just wondering how much that's going to affect a, a pitch or a swing in a big moment or in the regular season are they really going to have a clock off like they did this weekend i don't know that that was i guess so if they're going to go by the rule book but it was uh crazy stuff
1: all right uh steve is asking online uh interesting question but people want to know duke's or Hellman's mayonnaise if you got to pick one
2: i don't eat that much
1: mayonnaise me neither
0: um you can pass yeah it's a pass miracle whip you ever had that (laughs) <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> you look at me. I didn't make it up. It's I don't like thing. mayo, oh, but I'll
1: yeah. still make a decision on this. I don't even like mayo, but I'm picking Dukes. Yeah, I think that's the uh, that's the play right We've there. We've got some if you'd like some. I've noticed from the uh, ECU oh, yeah.
0: Appalachian State sure, game. It
1: still tastes great. We still have that. That Dukes stuff might last for forever. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm using it in case uh, war breaks out. Make up. sure it stays in the window there so it gets nice and warm. Mm,
3: <laughs>
0: <Some>. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> uh steve had some other questions too what is your most used app on your phone jake <laughs> i would say
2: before college it was instagram but now i think it's twitter
0: okay i I don't tweet a lot but i like to read tweets <laughs> you yeah. view uh and he also said if you could only listen to one album the rest of your life what would it be hmm
2: It's almost. It's not really one album. It's um. It's Tim McGraw's greatest hits. Okay. There's a little playlist on Apple Music that I love. Tim McGraw's the man. Awesome. Back what do, what the do you think? Two
1: thousands. What would you do?
0: The album. Yeah. Oh god. I don't know. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, that's a tough one.
1: I think I'd have to go with like a greatest hits album too. Maybe like a Journey or Are You Speedway. That's you almost. Cheap. Maybe a Jimmy Buffett. If i had to go non-greatest hits. I mean, like Dark Side
0: of the Moon would be good or. I could go rap, enter the 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang
1: Clan. I mean, Those honestly, classics. Michael Jackson, Thriller, was one of the best yeah. albums ever made. I mean, that, I think I could probably, every song on there is awesome. It's a Ta-da. good one. Yeah. I, I mean, high. Beat It, Billie Jean. Yeah. I mean, just Thriller, I mean, it was incredible. Troy, I'm
0: scared to ask, what's the most used app on your phone?
1: Good sigh. That was a sigh That's through awesome. the nose, by the way. That, was, good that wasn't a mouse sigh, that was a nose sigh. <clears though>. The camera. <laughs> no doubt
0: no doubt the camera whether it's taking Uh, pictures of sunsets
1: selfies the camera Stanford Steve whatever the case may be Uh, I don't you know app probably one of the social media ones probably either Twitter or Facebook I guess maybe same thing not that I'm always posting all the time but I do get a lot of news from it I see kind of keep up with current events that way nowadays probably one of those two
0: outside of Twitter and YouTube uh,
1: the score app gets my thumb quite a bit yeah. i'm a big score app i guy. do i use the weather app a lot from a, the apple weather app i mm-hmm. find myself on that quite a bit um just because i feel it's very accurate uh should we read uh
0: john once again let's see where was that johnny had a
1: uh oh uh well you asked him the barbecue question
0: oh i think he might have deleted it or it's not up here anymore he had a uh, jacob jenkins coward stat and I didn't want to read it. Are you superstitious when it comes to stuff like that? What do you mean by stats? Um, Not really. Let's say you've played a certain number of games and you might have got a hit in those games. And oh, yeah. I know. Can we talk about, about that yeah. stuff? Yeah, You're you cool can. with it? Yeah. Apparently you have a, what, five, six? Yeah. I think he said six. Does that mm-hmm. count last year? No, he said, we're five and one. Six games. Five. Yep, I didn't carry is. the two <laughs> he said good, uh, good luck extending your six game hitting streak oh, that's cool like, to talk
1: about with but you. sometimes yeah. you don't want to talk about because yeah. then you feel it jinxes you and, then and I'm a huge jinx game. on things so that means the next game uh, Duke yeah. if you don't get one it's on clip No, whoa 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 again <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I, I don't know I got well, who was that. asking it online
0: uh johnny it's on, John. it's on johnny it's on johnny, yeah. johnny. <laughs> <after fall>
1: clip. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger yeah yeah
0: and after the game cliff's gonna say you know cliff yeah. likes to take it out on us media guys mm-hmm. he's gonna take it out on johnny he's a
1: time. little softer now you know
0: <laughs> mellow uh, Mello,
1: Mello, uh coach
0: godwin we got aaron fit coming on Did you see he got he, he gave aaron fit a little troy Fitt, d action fit to be tied he said uh oh big game aaron fit's here so he got yeah, him with the Troy D. Yeah, line sure. there. So uh, he'll, he'll get everybody. I was at the UNC game. Stay to the end, too, by the way. Johnny says, "Oh, let's add some more pressure. Uh, you're currently on a 10-game hitting streak, counting last year. Wow. You've reached double digits. He didn't even know. Uh, now he knows, yeah. and now he screwed up. Well, I mean, my last summer ball game, I was over. <laughs> there you okay, go. All right. It's, it's only six. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Jenkins-Coward joining us today inside the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, let's see. What is your feeling on uh the big donkey? How do you say his last name? Steven Shock. Shock. All right. And what he is doing for baseball. You a you a donkey fan? Absolutely. He's uh he's a great guy. I think
2: he kinda burst on the scene with a college world series interview or a super regional interview and then took off on Twitter. I think now he's working for D one baseball. Yeah. And he he does a really good job for for the game, I think.
0: No doubt. I feel – and uh, we are so wrapped up in ECU baseball, but I do feel like college baseball, I don't know, Troy, would you agree, is like as, as big as it's ever been, as popular, or and, are we just in the moment here?
1: Well, I think well, I think it's a combination of both. I do think it's getting bigger. I think in East Carolina, as it's getting bigger, continues to get better and better, it seems like every year. And I think – ESPN, you know, there's so many platforms to get these games on now. Yeah. That e- even if it's not on linear TV, it's available on Plus. the app and I the Plus, Plus and yeah. your computer and your phone. And nowadays, that Plus is hooked up to people's TVs. So uh, I do think it's widely available. Just about every game, I think, is available on that Plus format. Uh, yeah. So, and then we got a couple that are on, uh, I think, what, ESPN U, the state ones? Kind of yeah. Out. So, yeah, I, I just, you know, it, it is growing and it's good programming. You know, I I, something about you know, I I, there's I'll sometimes find myself flipping around and then I'll get stuck on a, you know, Florida State will be playing someone and I'll be like I've just watched three innings of this game, (laughs) you know. So I mean, I do think it's growing. You know,
0: I remember growing up, the only time it was ever on was on CBS during the College World Series, and that was it. That was the only college baseball you got. That was like in the nineties or whatever. Yeah,
1: if you want to see a game, you had to go to a game.
0: Uh, Chad asking, uh, do you watch any of these Savannah Bananas games? No, no, I've seen them on Twitter, seen yeah. them on TikTok. That's about it. Uh, this is not a question, more of a comment, uh, observation. Christian says, Grandpa coach Goblin with glasses in the third base dugout. Huh. Yeah,
3: yeah we, he's getting uh, older.
0: I don't know. That's new.
3: <laughs> what? Yeah. It was a bit of a shock
0: to the
1: eyes. Yeah, he,
2: has, he doesn't really wear them in practice. And then we saw him Friday night. Hey, wearing glasses. It worked.
1: Nice. Yeah. Whatever well, he needs works. to be able to have good vision. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he needs to know where the ball is if he's mm-hmm. going to wave someone home. I yeah. thought one of the times he could have taken a little bit of a risk and brought someone home, and he held him up. But I'm not going to criticize. I'm just saying, you know, that you got to be able to see clearly to make those calls, right, Clip? Sure.
0: Well, yeah. I like how you pull me into this. Right? You're on an island right now. I'm not saying anything about Godwin or his freaking glasses. I, I, I got nothing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Craig talking about the success of ECU, and now the you know availability with ESPN Plus has him watching more college baseball than ever. Love watching Hawaii play late games.
1: See, I think that's what's haven't thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I we get so. home from we get home from games and immediately flip on the West Coast games. Yeah, so. and uh, got a West Coast team rolling in town soon. Correct. Yep. Long Beach State. Long Beach State. That'll be uh, cool to see uh, the. Dirt bags. They get yep. by the dirt bags.
4: Dirt bags. Uh,
0: you got Indiana, Long Beach State, Georgetown coming in for the Keith LeClair Classic. Always a strong field and no different this year. Before that, at Duke. And uh, Jacob, being a Carolina guy, North Carolina guy, you know how strong baseball is in this state. No different this year. Wake Forest is what, top five now? You face North Carolina and uh, Duke coming up tomorrow and uh, another rivalry game for you guys in
1: state. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, we're excited to go there. Uh, we like playing in the uh, Durham Bulls Athletic Park. So, now clip uh, yesterday's there was some confusion because people thought it was going to be on ACC Network. But when I flipped on ACC Network, it, they were showing something else that wasn't on. So, what is the is the game on ACC Network tomorrow or yesterday?
0: Like mine was on Plus. Some people had an issue getting it on Plus. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. Even that's, there's, it.
1: These are kind of the weird nuances.
0: But it's right? not on ACC Network. It's uh, on like ACC Network
1: Extra. X- right. Extra. extra. That's extra. what I didn't understand. What that was. So it's yeah. like there's so many different levels to this stuff. It really gets confusing.
3: It's kind of like ESPN Plus, but it's kind of Plus for the ACC Network. Plus Plus of weird yeah. I can assure you what I'm
1: not paying for and that's ACC Plus.
0: I, I pulled it up on Plus yesterday. I'm going to attempt to do the same tomorrow. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell people out there. Yeah. We're in the media business and we don't know. Yeah. It's too it's much for now. me to Sorry. understand. All right. Uh, Jacob, how much do you know about the teams coming up this week? I know uh, you kind of get scouting reports later in the week, right? So Yeah. Um, we'll go over. We'll have a hitters meeting uh,
2: pregame and then our positions have meetings right before the first pitch, so outfielders are meet, infielders are meet, stuff like that.
0: All right, good deal. And uh, what do you think about the playing Sunday, Monday off, playing Tuesday? Like, is it, I don't know, is the body re-energized? Do you get any work in? Like, what are these days Um, off like for you? So I got up, went
2: to class this morning, then I immediately uh, ate some lunch, went to the weight room and did some mobility, some recovery stuff, and then took a couple swings in the cages and headed over here all right
0: just after stuff to get the body moving after seeing the video uh, that we put out with Sailor Zach Womack did say I need to get in for recovery today so I don't know (laughs) what that would be for me per se uh, but Monday's a big recovery day for you guys absolutely you
1: might need the cold tub
0: think so yeah you just want me in that cold
1: tub. I would. That would be the great next promo to put Clip Brock in the cold tub, and uh, I think we need to do that next. All right, we'll run it by the higher ups and see yeah. what they say. We'll have that meeting. Aren't you guys the higher ups?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got some ideas. Uh, we want to. Well, Jacob, are you down to uh, to do a video with us later this year? Absolutely. Yeah, and it'll be um, in the cold tub. Well, I mean, that's you're up to you. <laughs> Maybe we should do like a facial hair um, video, Chandler. I'm trying to get you on board. Are you going to do Mustache March this year? That was yeah? A- that was a shrug no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you already got a little something going. You can color it. Why don't you color it black?
5: Paint it black. Like- I-, I won't mind the color of JC. Okay, well, just Mine's for me, like too blonde. Yeah. Well, b- a lot of guys dye it. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Put some color on and I'll, I'll do it.
1: All right. We'll get you colored up, ready to go. And you got the opposite. No mustache, but you got the goatee thing. Yeah. Or what do you call that? The chin beard. I don't know, man. What is that
0: thing? It's just, it's wild. <laughs> it's out there. Uh, yeah, I'll probably just go start going stash. Yeah. I did my last well, the cool thing yesterday. about you, Cliff, is that literally you grow it in a day.
1: Like... Never seen anybody grow facial hair quicker than this guy. Hopefully by next week I'll have at least a little stubble going. So my clip will come in on a Monday and be like clean shaven. Like his wife will have him doing something over the mm-hmm. weekend with the family. He's got to be having like a neat appearance too. And I'm like, oh man, who's the new guy joking around? Because you know he's clean shaven, looks all brand new and clean. And like by Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> looks like he's a grils- grizzly man. Glad, I'm uh, like, How has this happened? So glad fast? to have a hairy brethren
0: here with me, <laughs> Jacob Jenkins Coward. Like Sasquatch growing that thing. Oh man, Jacob, good stuff. Thanks for hanging out with man congratulations Thank keep y'all. it going keep up the good, good work luck. yes and uh we'll talk to you in a couple weeks perfect lane hoover hanging out in the pirate radio studios pirate outfielder joining us lane congrats on a great weekend how you doing man, man i'm good i'm doing good it's always uh feeling good after a win yeah like and how about two of them against north carolina that's got to feel real good we will uh recap those uh in just a moment you can join us and if you got a question for lane you can get it in on youtube and on facebook live we'll be answering those questions but lane one at home one on the road you win them both same mm-hmm. score kind of the same fashion late rallies for you guys so uh the never say die attitude i uh, really showed its head this weekend
3: yeah i mean that's not you know how we draw it up um, you always like to be a, the aggressor, but, you know, a win's a win, and it, if it results in coming back, then, you know, we'll take it.
0: When those rallies start going, and and it was AMAC who got it going with a walk um, at home the other night, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, do you start to feel that, like the energy? Uh, Jacob talked about just the energy in the stadium was picking up when they brought in a
3: reliever. And it, it just snowballs, right? Like, what's that feeling like for you guys? Yeah, all it, all it really takes is one one walk or one hit or hit by pitch or anything. And, you know, that, that, that'll get the crowd going. So, um, yeah, it feels good to really get the crowd in it. Classic Lane Hoover Friday night ball
0: never leaves the infield. And you end up on first runner scores. I mean that's like the story of your life. I mean, it just happened so many times. And then uh, I guess more classic Lane Hoover the double down the line on uh, Sunday. So two big moments in those uh, rallies, Lane, and you came up big both times.
3: Yeah, I mean it felt good. Um, and you know just to do anything for my team to, you know. My job is to get on base, and if I can just, you know, work the count and do what it, do whatever it takes to um, get the job done. Do you feel uh, added pressure uh, in those moments? Does
0: does an at bat in the bottom of the eighth feel any different than the you know bottom
3: of the first inning to you? No, I don't think so because you know I, I do do a lot of mental game, and I have been here <laughs> five years so. Um, <laughs> You know, it's just—it's just—you uh, gotta treat it like uh, any other bat because you want to take every a bat like it's—you um, know, lose or win. So you you maybe felt it earlier
0: in your career, but now just not a big deal to you, no matter the situation.
3: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah.
0: yeah. How about the uh, the opposing crowd on Sunday? <laughs> what was that like for you out there?
3: Yeah, I, I uh, especially on the first base side, you'd you'd uh, run by and they would just you know chirp me about how short I am, <laughs> and uh, I like it. Uh, it's actually it's actually pretty funny. It Gets me going but um i just I, I come back with yeah i've never heard that one before right uh, but um no nah, I, I i go along with it and you know i, I don't i'm not really too upset about it cuz like i said i've heard it before and you know it's just it's just a good time can you uh tell us any of the jokes they were using or what did they say uh, I, I can't remember some of them you know you don't want to repeat Catch gotcha. um yeah it's just it's just it's just mainly uh uh, you know sh- you know short short guy jokes <laughs> i saw you laughing on camera after you caught a ball uh
0: two outs in one of the innings and i guess somebody was chirping i mean they just nonstop chirping yeah no wow. the guy,
3: the guys actually in left field behind me they're pretty cool they were like hey Hoove, we're, we're with y'all game here so i was like yeah let, let's do it <laughs> i'm ready to have a good time <laughs>
0: and uh the pirates are having a good time right now winning ball games five and one now uh, after the two game series win. Is it a win or a sweep? Maybe you'll play these guys later. We'll see. So yeah. we'll call it a win for now and right. not a sweep. Uh, but man, to, to go out there and get those wins coming off a Campbell loss, that was uh, big for you guys.
3: Yeah. um You know, you always want to, Campbell's a really good team and you always want to um, get that midweek win, but, um you know, it happens. And, you know, I think campbell deserved to win that night i think they really just played better than us and um um like for me and i think for a lot of guys on the team we got like a 24-hour rule you know but in baseball it's a little bit shorter than that you know i'll i'll think about all the stuff that's happened on the bus ride and before i go to sleep that night and then the next morning when i wake up i'm like i'll just let it go you know it's a new day and a new day to get better uh, how good was Max Carlson you faced a lot of uh, aces during your time
0: Lane been in some big moments and uh, he was pretty much as advertised the other night seven innings two hits no runs nine strikeouts so you know how good was uh, the Tar Heel starter the other night
3: yeah I mean it was a it was a really solid Friday night arm and um, you know he got to us before we get to really get to him and um, no nah, I mean he was you know throwing it wherever he really wanted and um, you know our goal was to get to the fastball and we weren't able to but um, once we got in the pen it, we got going
0: yeah and I said this to Jacob I'll, I'll mention it to Josh too your goal is to get to the opposing team's bullpen if you're the opposing team that's probably the goal but that's a dangerous game you play when you're taking on ECU because your bullpen the bullpen has been phenomenal for the Pirates so far this year
3: yeah I'd say so Um, a really a really big guy um, Tyler Brought, really he, he can he can really chuck the baseball and <laughs> um, you know he just throws hard, and you got you got other guys in there. Um, um, Eric Ritchie man, he's a good lefty to come in for you know lefty lefty situations. And there's many guys, obviously Sailor. Um, so yeah, we got a really solid bullpen, and I'm looking forward to seeing that the rest of the season. Uh, Lane Hoover joining us,
0: and how about? A Friday starter, Carter Spivey. Well, one thing you guys do is accept your role no matter what. The the old team before me and all that. And Carter Spivey, uh, I know he hated not being able to start on Friday, but he's able to come in uh, on the back end and get that final out. That's just cool to see. We've seen Sailor have multiple roles on this team of course last year you think about agnos and giles and those guys but mm-hmm. no matter when your number's called your name's called uh, people are ready to step up that was spivey yesterday that was root uh the young kid late on friday night
3: oh yeah i mean it's good to put um younger guys in those situations and you know spivey coming in with i believe nobody out on sunday two on and, yeah, yeah two on nobody out and getting through that man, that's just it's just, it's just a big momentum swing. And, you know, after he got that um, bump pop up, you know, you could feel it yeah. feel it coming on our side again. And and I, I knew he'd pull through because he has many times before. Lane over joining us. You got a
0: question for Lane. You can chime in on Facebook Live, YouTube, or Twitter. Let's see. Damon says, Tell Lane, I'm so proud of him from recovering from the on the field accident. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so. don't scare Damon anymore yeah
3: I'll try not to but I appreciate (laughs) that
0: thank you what exactly was that injury Um, on the collision I guess he's talking well you've had multiple you say when Uh, but what was the
3: Um, uh, collision with Norby what was that injury for you it was uh, it like his knee went right into my face I think in uh, medical terms, that's called a knee to the face. Yeah, I really don't know what it would be called, um, but it, I a think, very uh, painful injury. I think it'd be two years tomorrow. I think is when my the accident happened. Actually, oh
0: wow, yeah, unhappy anniversary uh, for Lane Hoover. Yeah, uh, Bobby says Lane, so proud of you and all the guys. You guys not only win on the field, but also in the classroom. Uh, and no doubt, we see the exploits from uh, from what you guys do in the classroom as well. Take a lot of pride. Part of that is like everything's a competition with you guys right so if yeah. <laughs> if you know jacob's making an a you want to make an a plus right
3: that's exactly right <laughs> yep we, we we take our academics seriously around here and you know part of that's coach godwin but it's the players he recruits too as well
0: uh johnny is our stats guy and a lot of them are weird stats it says lane leads the pirates i think you missed some punctuation and maybe some words here johnny uh maybe lane is batted in every inning except the second the pirates have not scored a run in the second inning yet so there you go yeah. odd stat there there yeah, it is he brought up earlier that ECU is 5 and 0 oh when you guys commit an error and 0-1 and when you don't commit an error.
3: Oh, really? Yes. There you
0: go. So we were thanking Jacob earlier for dropping that fly ball in the ninth inning the other night yeah, let's to just secure co- the win.
3: Let's just commit more errors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cliff
0: wants to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, just an odd stat there. Baseball has several uh, odd does. stats. Uh, we've got, oh no, we got a short joke. This one coming from Denny Hoover. Oh. Ask him if he's tall enough to ride a ride at Disneyland. yeah barely it was so sad when they went on vacation Lane had to watch his uh, parents on the rides because uh, he couldn't get on stop disrespecting me bro I met your uh, parents I gotta say they didn't look like the tallest people I've ever met in my life no my my, my mom's pretty short (laughs) nice family I uh, was leaving Clark McClare and I heard Clippo the Hippo. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad had a peace offering for you calling me an elephant on the air last time we met. Yeah. A, uh, a nice Dry Pond baseball club at Dry Pond. This was your showcase team? Correct. Denver, North Carolina, established 2012. Sweet hat. So I'll be rocking that, Lane. And thank you, uh, Mr. Hoover, as well. I said the other day I wanted a Hoover hug. I saw, by the way, man short guy, yeah, but you can jump. You got some athleticism. You've got some hops, dude. Yeah.
3: Yeah, a little bit, I guess you could say.
0: You did multiple uh, jungle leaps the other night. One right after the game, and then I think they called you back for another one, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yep. And you can get well, up. A
5: lot of guys, like, they go in there kind of cautiously. You just, like, yeah. leap in there.
0: Yeah, I trust
3: that they'll catch me.
0: Yeah. I'm worried about, like, the chest or, like, your head hitting something, <laughs> but you, you yeah. throw caution to the wind. Yeah.
3: That's really all that adrenaline running, I think.
0: How much taller do you think you'd have to be for you uh, to be able to dunk?
3: Well, I can touch rim.
0: Yeah? Um, I mean, that, that shows the athleticism right there.
3: I can probably dunk a little tennis ball, but uh, probably I'd give it an inch or two, I think. You think you could dunk a tennis ball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How about a softball? Nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tennis ball is the biggest we can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. Golf ball, that. yeah. Ping pong ball, yeah. Racquet ball. Yeah, yeah all right fair enough how about a baseball <laughs> yeah, yeah all right lane dunking a baseball that's something i want to see let's do it in the off season yeah we don't want another injury this is interesting from william uh, i don't know how this happens he says whenever lane hoover leaves a room i hear foo fighters my hero starts to play out of nowhere wow <laughs> that's interesting It is. You have that effect on people. Uh, So there you go. If you have a question or a weird comment like that, please uh, feel free to get it in. Lane, uh, another midweek game uh, coming up. Another in-state opponent coming up, Duke. uh, On the road, you'll be playing in the uh, Durham Bulls Park. And uh, Jacob said he liked playing in that ballpark. How about you, uh, being able to play in a a minor league park, a very nice minor league park?
3: Oh, yeah, it's very cool. And um, when you get to go face a good um, good quality ACC school team in the middle of the week um, is is really good for us, and um, we'll be ready to go tomorrow.
0: Yeah, uh, you guys have to take every game as if they are equal, no matter who the opponent is. Does it feel any different to beat a North Carolina compared to a George Washington?
3: Um, yeah, I like I like beating in-state teams, yeah, because you know, it's 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 kind of it's a it's a rivalry, um, but. Yeah, I would say so. And they're all yeah. so good. I mean across the board. Yeah, I mean you look around all the scores, you know, from the first six games this season, there's been a lot of upsets over the um over the season already. Okay. I've been instructed by Landon to tell Lane that Oakley is watching. <laughs> hey Oakley, that's my that's my little dog.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, mini
3: Dotson. That's okay. funny, yeah. Yep. We got a dog. Uh, you got
0: fans of all, you know, humans, uh, canines. Yeah. How about that, Lane? Yeah. Uh, Lane, you're so, nobody does it like you, Lane. In fact, they made a commercial for you in the uh, 80s and 90s. Did you know that? It's crazy. Shirley, do we have no, some didn't of that? I not know that.
4: Yeah.
3: Hoover, nobody does
2: it like you
0: nobody doesn't like you isn't that crazy Uh, i guess uh that might be for the vacuums by the way oh yeah i have a joke lane would you like to hear it i always like hearing jokes what do you and uh vacuum cleaners have in common
3: (laughs) i don't know you
0: you you both suck (laughs) 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 oakley i'm sorry you had to see that That that's funny i should have told oakley to turn run in the other room oakley go chase a, chase a ball yeah she's only nine months old so i apologize there. uh for that for oakley that's, but, uh, that's a good one though yeah, i like that you. one hey uh opposing fans feel free to use that one online <laughs> yeah um yeah are you uh you part of the hoover uh vacuum dynasty like you uh rich off that vacuum money i
3: wish, I wish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not your family we did used to have a hoover vacuum yeah so, but um
3: Nah, that's pretty cool.
0: Hoover, nobody does it like you. Yeah, I like that. That's one of my go tos when you do something good uh, (laughs) on the baseball field, which is quite often.
4: uh... Hoover, nobody does it like you.
3: I'm going to hear that in my sleep tonight. Can we get that as a walk up song for (laughs) how long? Uh,
0: How'd that uh, shot down the line feel, Lane, uh, during that rally? Yeah, it felt pretty
3: good. Um, You know, we had that little uh, visit with a you know coach g before um i came up to bat and he told me he hit right back in the middle i hit it down left field line but um (laughs) just missed yeah nah, yeah it um it was it was good to get that going and um it it was really a good momentum swing
0: that Uh, left field line was good to y'all this weekend because barini had one friday night that he dumped down there yeah uh jacob had one after you yesterday right yeah that he he put over there so Uh, The left-field line was working uh, for the Pirates against the Tar Heels. And, uh, yeah, that's right. You had that. uh, So when you have those meetings, I remember you saying that. uh, It showed on on television where you're getting together. Um, Cliff's giving you instructions on – which is, I mean, it shows how good of a contact hitter you are where he can instruct you on where to put it. Hey, Lane, put this
3: one here. And usually you can do it, right? Yeah, usually. um, And part of those meetings right there is – you know i don't want to give a lot away but you know jc told me was really just told me what what he saw right you know and he was communicating communicating that to me
0: and even when so when guys get out let's say jenkins coward flies out he will say like three words as he passes you in the box it's one of those things like watch out for this or whatever
3: yeah and that's really all
0: you need to hear yeah yeah get you ready for the ab
3: yep uh let's see will
0: you yeah this is true Uh, he says when Lane is being checked by a pitcher at first he is the quickest I've ever seen to resume his lead I noticed that too
3: yeah, well
5: Yas yeah. <laughs> <Yes>, queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what? You gotta is be, it? But like, you gotta be careful because like, you do you pop right back. Are up. you on, are you
0: telling Lane to, how to base run right now? No, I just want to make sure I'm hearing this. right. No, no, no,
5: no, no. Okay, all right. But like, it is it's an art though because you like you slide back in and it, as soon as you're turning around and getting up at the same time, you already have your lead back. Yeah. Like. It, Two seconds. Uh, He's
3: yeah. a pest. I do make sure to, you know, he throws it back to the pitcher. But um, part of that is, you know, you want to kind of speed the pitcher up and make him really think about you over there at first. And maybe he leaves one hanging, you know, um, for the guy at the box, in the box.
0: Yeah. I mean, speaking of speeding up, uh, the game has sped up lane with the pitch clock and everything. Has that affected you at all as a hitter this year?
3: No, no, not yet. Um, I got I got pre quick routine, but it, it seems like um, these – MLB games already in uh, spring training as a uh, there's been a lot of calls already and I've already seen it in college baseball too. See the Braves get screwed on it. I saw that and would they have bases loaded down? Yeah, line? if that happens during the regular season, people
0: are gonna lose their mind. Snicker even said after the game, like, I don't think this is what the rule was intended for. But I'm interested to see because they have clocks going. Behind the batters, bo- uh, behind the batter, and then Jacob says "There's like one on the scoreboard two, I guess." So yeah. Yeah. everybody can see it. But I've found myself now, like watching that, like, is he going to get this pitch off? Like, yeah. it's kind of, it's almost changed the game. Yeah. And then uh, next year, I understand you guys are going to college baseball will have to have a clock present at all times too. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah.
3: I mean, our job is to just adjust to um, you know what the what the game gives you.
0: Uh, Lane Hoover joining us Uh, what's the better baseball movie asking Conan Bull Durham or Major League
3: oh man them are both classics
0: Major League is not only my favorite baseball movie maybe my all time favorite movie it's up there with with Jurassic Park I love Major League
3: and it's funny too
0: it's hilarious great cast great story everything Jake Taylor one of my idols catcher for the uh, Cleveland Indians in a fictional movie Um, (laughs) what uh, album if you could only listen to one album the rest of your life what album would it be Lane
3: oh man I like country I think a lot of people know that but um...
0: I'll make it easier for you Jacob said he would go with Tim McGraw's greatest hits which is kind of cheating but I'll allow it if you could choose one artist uh, greatest hits who would it be
3: I'm um, George Strait.
0: Okay. Yep. So a bit of a classic country yep. guy?
3: Yep. And I, I'm a big Morgan Wallen fan too now, so all right. I can listen to him all day too.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Steve asked a couple, what is the most used app on your phone, Lane? <laughs>
3: um, By Twitter.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if Oh, that was the other one. Let's see. Um. Oh, yeah. Colby said, did you pick up any artisanal cheeses in chapel hill <laughs> no i didn't what is your uh, favorite cheese lane um i like provolone provolone okay yeah. ironically colby's name is a cheese colby jack think, uh, think about that everybody ponder on that for a moment i like it uh chad says do you use baseball movie quotes while playing
3: i do not <laughs> but,
0: all right good question yeah Uh, let's see were there any other questions for the guys but Chad did say I've always wondered why there's no basketball players in the players lounge I do want to talk to David Kay. Mm. Uh, after his uh, career is over, Chandler, I want to get him on. Great young man, mm-hmm. great
5: like great talker too. Yeah, like, he'll sit down and do it. Do and you know everything. you
0: you know David. Yeah, I'm friends with uh, David. He's, I've interacted with him after games before. He's just so like appreciative and and he's just an awesome dude. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, he's got a story too, so mm-hmm. uh, oh, well, I would love to talk to him and RJ and all the guys. But Chad, you always have wondered this. That's what you wonder about, not like what's beyond like what's out there in the universe or what is on the bottom of the deepest darkest parts of the ocean that's what you choose to wonder about i think you need to get your priority straight but that's just me uh what do you uh lane what are you more afraid of uh deep space or uh the deepest darkest oceans what terrifies you more in the middle of the night
3: part of the ocean oh yeah yeah
0: yeah i wonder what's down there man yeah like there's their own yeah. societies down there man yeah we'll probably never know really we will we won't yeah. we'll never find out and chandler that is what keeps me up at night chandler what are your biggest fears man dying alone yes <laughs> really? um, hey as long as i'm around you'll never die alone buddy Amen. Yeah. love you brother but i'm gonna die way before you then you're gonna die alone
5: um i don't know i used to be afraid of roller coasters
0: well, Lane's not because he's not tall enough to ride them. <laughs> I actually like
3: heights. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So you, don't, you don't have a problem with flying? No, I actually fall asleep every time we get on the plane. I think literally every um, flight we've had to go somewhere, I fell asleep.
0: Man, I bet people out there are jealous of you. They wish they could fall asleep on yeah. a plane, but it's no problem for you. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Um, you
0: guess. said you used to be afraid of roller coasters. Have yeah. you conquered that fear? Um. I'm still not a fan. I love roller coasters. I think I might be too, like... I'm worried my heart couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. But uh, I used to love roller coasters.
5: Um, I think I've talked about this before, and of course, this is not a problem now, but when I was younger, I used to be scared of balloons.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Just like... Because they would pop they, or... Watching look. them fly away. Because I, I think I... No. Wait, what? No, look, listen. Listen. <laughs> I am. So like as a kid i remember i was traumatized because i had a balloon and i was like i think i got it from like chuck e cheese yeah and i let go of the balloon on accident Uh. and like watching that balloon like Mm -hmm. and there was nothing you could do about it yeah and as you just you just sat there and watched it go and go and go and get smaller and smaller i mean i cried like well i was a baby but like i i cried and i was like ever since that i like I didn't want anything to do with a balloon. That's my because I was afraid that I was going to lose another one. It's kind of scary too. Like how how high does where does it go? Like it's, where does it go? It still could be going. Yeah, Chandler's balloon. Is but that, like going. that was my balloon that I had right. just got. Yeah, I see.
0: And now it's up there with all. Imagine the Imagine watching balloons.
5: something you love fly away, and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Man, that's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, that's my second favorite Chandler crying story. The other was the one uh, with the Randy Orton thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what
5: was that? Were you? My mom turned forty, and I'd like. So he's like, "How old were you?" God. Uh, so I was like eight or nine. Okay, eight. all right. Because I, yeah. So like I was eight. And you? Um, my mom, like we all. It was a surprise party for my mom, and I had already like had this planned out. I was like, I'm gonna go in there, and I'm just gonna hit the Randy Orton <laughs> like this. Crowd's gonna love it. Yeah. Everybody's gonna go nuts. And like everybody's gonna go like a crowd I was expecting like a crowd pop like you would see in WWE. Yeah. Well, I go in there like, all right, here I go. And I did it. And people kind of like were laughing. But they were laughing with me because they thought I was trying to be funny. And they were like, Oh my god! Ha ha! And they were like, Look how cute that is and I was like, That's not what I wanted. <laughs> and I like and I like cried. Yeah, you oh, I, got, I got so upset. Wow. It's like, where's the crowd pop that I was like, had, that had played in my head? Mike P says, Did the spy balloon
0: story trigger some PTSD for you, Chandler?
5: Kind of. You know, when you mentioned that,
0: I had a fear of like hot air balloons as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think I saw like on TV shows I would watch, I want to say Lassie maybe or something, but anyway. With,
3: uh, I was going to say with the balloon, you must not watch the movie It. No. I, I was thinking about that too, yeah. Clowns and a balloon?
0: yeah but like these uh hot air balloons are tied down right but the, the, somehow the ropes would always come you know untied and they just go floating off i was like man i'm never ever getting in one of those baskets man huh. count me out lane great having you yeah man it's good to be, it's <laughs> good to be here <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed did it we talk back. any baseball Talked a little bit yeah, a little bit, bit. Yeah, a little bit of baseball it's a good time all right yeah always have fun big week ahead and uh we'll we'll wrap it up on a a serious baseball note keith leclerc classic coming up really cool to hear jacob say that when you first come into the program cliff godwin uh make sure you know how important the number 23 is keith leclerc is uh you read coaching third all that so it's a big part of this program you've been around a while you know how special these weekends are and uh, got another big one coming up
3: yeah looking forward to it i can't wait
0: lane uh thanks for hanging out with us buddy yep we pre- I appreciate it Thank all right you. and joining us now in the pirate radio studios is pirate first baseman josh moylan coming off a two and zero weekend over the tar heels of north carolina josh how you doing man i'm doing pretty well how about yourself doing great and uh congratulations on the great weekend i know you uh guys were fired up troy d mentioned uh to jacob i bet that was a uh, fun bus ride back home on sunday so uh, tell us about that
4: yeah, I mean, it's it's always awesome to go out and get two wins, but especially when you can do it against another in-state team, especially UNC, it's always a a little more special. But, yeah, I mean, that bus ride home was good. A lot better than uh, our one after Campbell, for sure.
0: I was looking for something to watch here in studio. Let's watch the replay of uh, (laughs) the eighth inning uh, from Friday night, and we can get you uh, to break down the film. Uh, You had a big part in that after an AMAC walk, uh, a big double in the eighth. And Jacob said the rally started even before – you know, the first batter went to the plate because there was some juice after the pitching change. Carlson had done a fantastic job. You can speak to that, I'm sure, but Mm You get to their bullpen, it's almost like a new lease on life. Is that kind of how you guys felt the other night?
4: Yeah, I mean, you said Carlson, he was on, and we knew he was on, but we were just trying to put up some good at-bats against them. And then when we saw they were pulling him out of the game, it was like somebody lit a firework (laughs) off in our dugout. We saw him come out, and even before the game, we talked about, look, if we can get him out, then we can just, uh, you know, they have a a good bullpen, but those are guys that we feel confident in the box against that we can do stuff with. So, I mean, just like you said, as soon as he came out, it was – we. Just guns blazing out, uh getting in the box and just string some stuff together. Well, Josh,
0: you're really good at baseball. I'm really good at handling remotes because <laughs> I somehow fast forwarded it right to your bat. That was pretty impressive. I, that was pretty impressive. I, I saw
4: it skimming through Wow. Right on mean, the eighth inning.
0: Shout out to me, um, not shout out to that ump after that uh ball that strike called outside. <laughs> so you're down oh two immediately. Josh, what's going through your mind here down 0-2, 8th inning, 1-on here in the uh, in the 8th?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's obviously right there you can see it, but it's just tough calls. And we actually talked about that last time I was on, just being able to, you know, kind of brush those off. And I actually gave a little bit of a smile and a kind of laugh there, just like, all right, it's part of it. But, yeah, 0-2, I was just thinking, you know, if it's close to the zone, I'm going to flick it out. So... Took that one. Honestly he might have he might have given me that one after he kinda got Maybe. me in the last one. But uh middle of the plate, but a little high. So. Yeah, a little up, a little up. But uh yeah, I mean just going in and trying to fight those pitches off. I mean I fouled off a couple here and then Obviously, I mean, he left. He left the changeup to kind of leak back inside, and I was just just thinking about that attack mode, get that thing out of there, and I, I kept it ferried on the right field line. How uh,
0: how tough is it? And yeah, you stay alive there with a, a hardy cut. How tough is it that lefty lefty matchup? Like, are you more comfortable with the plate facing a righty, or have you seen so many
4: lefties now it doesn't matter? What's that like for you? Yeah, I mean, we we see so many lefties, and we know having a predominantly left-handed lineup that we're going to need to face a lot of lefties, so we work on that machine-wise and off of you know just side toss side BP things like that but yeah I mean I, I feel pretty comfortable with just about anybody in there so lefty doesn't really affect me too much When you come in as you foul another one off, staying alive, still uh,
0: now one-two with that that ball, um, you know what this guy, how many pitches he has and everything like that when a reliever comes in. What are those uh, quick conversations like with with with, uh, Cliff?
4: Yeah, it's exactly that. I mean, he kind of gives us a quick rundown of what this guy has, what he's going to try to do, depending on who's in the box. Like, I know this guy with me, he's going to try to run that outside fastball, and then he's going to try to flip a slider and see if I'm still on that outside fastball. But just the approach that coach gives us is, I mean, 99% of the time it's right. So we go in there and read off that sheet and get in the box and get at it. And you smoked that double down the line. Boy, that's a great slide, great hustle. Oh, yeah. Getting
0: in there, and then you uh, you give them a flex. You're you're fired <laughs> up over there at second. And are, do you hear the crowd? Do you know what's going on around you? Or are you so like locked into the moment? Like what's going on?
4: I mean, you you can't help but hear that crowd. That was that was unreal the other night. I mean, that was it felt like we had more than the Super Regional last year. That crowd was just unreal and honestly i i couldn't hear much of anything besides that we're trying to talk to each other on the field and can't (laughs) even hear each other so but they were they were awesome the other night and honestly it makes it i want to say a little easier for us playing because we're not thinking about anything else we just hear them blasting right in our ears and it's just all right it's go time uh i was gonna say who was that pinch
0: running on the slide uh riley johnson riley johnson getting around those bases that was uh awesome and uh, and Josh showing off his speed, team leader in triples last year. Everybody, the fastest man on the team, uh, Josh Mullen. Um, but man, what a moment there! How about hitting with the two strikes in the count? You guys have been so good at doing that this year. And uh, we talked about Jacob Starling doing it, Jacob Jenkins coward, and you got to kind of change. Your approach, uh, Jacob said he didn't change much about his swing, so what does change for you when you're you're down two strikes?
4: I think it's more of a mindset thing. I mean, we all know with two strikes, obviously we don't want to strike out, and that's our, that's our whole approach to the plate is when we get to two strikes, we're just going to go in and fight. And if it's close to the zone, we spoil it. And if it's a pitch we can do damage with, we're going to do damage with it. I mean, we go in with that mindset of, we're gonna beat this guy every time we get to two strikes.
0: Uh, Josh Mullen, ACC killer uh, in this stadium. You had that that uh, bomb against Virginia that really got the place rocking <laughs> last year, and I still remember. I know you'll never forget that moment. No,
4: yeah, that that was wild last year. I mean, it's the same scenario, crowd going nuts. You don't <laughs> even hear anything when you're going around the bases, but. But yeah, it's always always good to play those ACC teams here. Barini could not have
0: placed that one any better as he dumps it down the left field line and now the you're playing in a freaking madhouse oh, and yeah. all the momentum is on your side at that point. Uh Josh Moylan breaking down uh the film here. As he was able to uh you like being able to go in standing up, right? Like no oh, question. Yeah. You you know you got it at this point.
4: Yeah, it's it's uh it's a little easier going in standing up, but especially when you go in standing up, the crowd knows you're scoring. They get a little bit uh even a little bit louder <laughs> than they already were. But yeah, I mean Shaq we called Joey Shaq. He I mean he placed the perfect one right down the line and then I was going home no matter what there. I was I was wheeling and coach sent me and I was like, Oh yeah, we got this and then Obviously, you see him going nuts in a second, <laughs> but yeah, that was that place was electric.
0: Awesome stuff. Josh Moylan joining us. The Shaq nickname, and people, uh, guys explained it to me last year, something to do with his shoes or cleats, right? What, what's the story on that?
4: Yeah, so we uh, during the fall last year, we were a little limited on practice cleats because we didn't want to use the ones for the season yet, and uh, they had, a you know, the Shaq shoes they sell, yeah. the real big shoes. <laughs> yeah. They had real big cleats for Joey, and those were the only ones that would fit them, so we started calling them Shaq. And it, it stuck. One of the smallest
0: guys on the team, uh, Shaq, is uh, is is bringing it. Uh, Brian says, ask Josh if he recognizes fans from home games when they're at away games. And you would have, if so, you would have recognized a lot of folks uh, yesterday because a huge, pirate turnout in Chapel Hill.
4: Oh yeah, I mean, our, I mean, we notice our fans everywhere. They're yelling, screaming, purple, gold here and there, but. But yeah, we always recognize our fans. We always try to, you know, get them in, incorporated in games and say what's up when we can. But we always notice you guys.
0: I uh I asked you about this last time you were on, but the conversations over at first base and I saw you uh I believe chit Chatting with the Tar Hill yesterday, but you said uh most of them are pretty friendly, right? Just uh yeah. Well what, yeah. like, what are you talking about to opposing players? Well
4: I so I played with a lot of those guys on that team in summer ball. Okay. They were actually on my team and some that I played against. So I've I've gotten to know them pretty well, but I mean, we just we just kind of go over there and just talk. I mean, I'll give them, like, you know, they have a good hit. I'll be like, hey, it's a good piece, man, like kind of thing. Yeah. Say, you know, thank you, and then we just get to talking. Like, yesterday we were talking a little bit about the umpire and kind of, the guy behind the plate and in the field and then we were just talking about like i mean the the ball that uh honeycutt hit yesterday the one guy oh, the yeah said so that one went pretty far he goes yeah i think it's the farthest i've seen in this stadium so just kind of talking about whatever i
0: will have to ask gross about that uh when he comes on <laughs> next week because you could see his reaction immediately and then lane hoover did the stand oh, still yeah, and, and no no need <laughs> no need on that one um Man, I would have got roasted on social media if uh, you see these like little league World Series games and the the opposing teams like shake hands and like hardos lose their mind. Like, what? This isn't how it should be. My best friend, one of my best buddies, hit a uh, his first career home run in little league, and I played first. And as he's rounding, I gave him a subtle like fist bump. Uh, the high five, and man, I would have been roasted for that. Uh, I, looking back, should I have done that? Should I've like pushed him or shoved him? Like, yeah, I'm not.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> never one to to give the high five or any of that. Oh I, no, not in uh, a college. Well, game. Yeah, yeah. But but I you know I give respect where to yeah. you, you know a guy puts a good swing in a ball, you got to let him know. But yeah, you know I I feel like it's also it depends on the team. You know if we're in a rivalry game, there might be a little less of that. But if you know a guy, you yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thing like that. But yeah,
0: little different and wonderful little. League than it is a uh, (laughs) high-stakes college baseball game. Uh, Scott is tuned in. He's our Maryland Pirate. He loves Isaiah Foote. He loves anybody from Maryland, and uh, (laughs) Scott is a big Moylan fan. So there you go. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) Josh Moylan joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Do you ever... uh, and boy there's a sight a man with some nice thighs that's that's Uh, actually
4: my buddy Bo he uh I became good friends with him last year but yeah he uh he likes to get up on that dugout I
0: interacted with him on social media during the regional super regional because I was like who's the guy with the thunder thighs and I think he's like that's me and yeah he likes to uh show those loud and proud during pirate uh baseball games uh do you go back and and look at your bats like we do here like do you break them down
4: yeah, yeah, especially after the good games, I like to go back. But even after ones where I might not be playing as well, I like to go back and just kind of see what i look like in the box do i look like i'm moving too quick do i look comfortable just go back and learn from things because even when it's good you can still always be better and when it's bad obviously you can learn from it so I, i do like to go back and look
0: you got a question for uh josh moylan you can get it in right now on youtube facebook or twitter and we will pass that along to the pirate first baseman all right we're watching the pirate comeback here with a guy who was a part of it josh moylan
4: as uh Do you think that Wilcoxon ball had enough? Oh, I think everybody in that place (laughs) thought it was, and then it checked up, and we all gave the big (laughs) dugout. But yeah, he put a good swing on that one. Gave
0: it a ride to center, and now uh, Starman's about to come up and and bring the house down. Uh, I even said to. uh, Thank you. Thank you, David Bowie. I even said to Cliff Godwin before the season when he came in for his final chat that Jacob Starling had a flair for the dramatic. Like, it was a big moment. He came through, and he said, yeah, we just got to get him more consistent like do that do that in the second inning or whatever uh, but man whatever it is he does uh, he likes the big moment it seems like
4: oh yeah he always looks calm in there and then uh, you know just like you said the big moment is is uh, not really a big moment for him it's just kind of normal business but but yeah I think the whole team right now we'd like to get going before about the 7th or 8th inning like we have been that's been the uh, something tells me
0: that maybe Cliff and the coaches have told you guys that because Lane said it and Jacob said it and you repeat it uh, you, you don't want to wait around and then have to do this every game, right? Uh, it's not the easiest thing to do to put these big innings together.
4: Yeah, definitely not. And uh, coach actually joked yesterday we're in our huddle and he was saying, uh, "Hey, let's let's get this done before the uh, seventh and eighth inning. How about that?" And we're all we all agreed. But uh, yeah, I mean, we definitely like to get it going early. But <laughs> well, you got it done before there. the eighth. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday <laughs> it was progress. That's progress. You know, progress. Five more games we'll be doing in the second. <laughs> there you go.
0: Uh, slowly but surely, and a big week coming up. Uh, you'll be at the Durham Bulls. Park coming up on Tuesday. Josh taking on another good in-state opponent. Duke and uh, you get to play in a cool ballpark so uh, I know you're looking forward to tomorrow.
4: Oh yeah it's always cool playing there you know minor league stadium and with the big scoreboard on the wall and left field it's just it's a whole environment that's pretty cool so I'm excited about that. And then this weekend another great field for the Keith LeClaire
0: Classic and I, I don't know maybe a little more homework for you looking at more uh, potential pitchers Josh but what do you think about playing three different teams in three days as opposed to a series what, what's your thoughts on it? I
4: think it's cool just because it's different you know yeah. we'll play a midweek and then play Play somebody else on the weekend, but it having a different team each day is it's pretty cool. I mean, we'll have our meetings discussing pitchers each day, which we we'll usually only have one of those before a weekend series, so that's always cool. But yeah, just getting different teams in here, teams that we wouldn't normally play, it, it's a pretty cool experience. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, some Twitter questions. I got a question for you, Josh. What was your, what's your
0: favorite elective you've taken as a student at East Carolina? Uh,
4: um, well, I, I'm actually taking a class right now, sports history oh that cool. is a pretty cool class yeah. i enjoyed that and uh what are you guys talking semester. about in there just a whole bunch of different stuff i mean we talked about the origin of different sports uh, baseball especially we talked about and then like the black Sox scandal yeah. all that kind of stuff talking about just the history of uh, all the different sports it's been fun awesome all right uh what is the most used app on your phone uh, I've been playing wordscapes a lot recently. You kind of get a whole, you get like six letters and you try to piece them all together and make a bunch of words. So okay. I'm expanding my knowledge, but uh, also enjoying it while I'm playing it. So that's probably my most used one right now. Keep the brain going. That's good. That's
0: good. <laughs> if you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be?
4: What's uh, what's the, the Eminem album... Uh, what is it? I, I want to say it's the no, it's like the Marshall Mathers LP. No, no, the, no, uh, it's, uh, I'm trying to remember. It, uh, I can't remember the name of it. All
0: right, uh, yeah, the Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, the Eminem Show.
4: Nah, no, um, uh, oh, the Recovery, Recovery, okay. twenty ten. Yeah, that one. All if right, I could listen to one. It'd be that. That would be the one. Uh, why, Billy Jean? uh so i was just listening to music in my car and uh it got to that point in the song i was like oh this is, this will be pretty good so i mean i replayed that part of the song probably 50 times while i was driving and i was like all right this is this will be good and my grandma likes michael jackson and i know a lot of a lot of our uh, older crowd yeah michael jackson fans so i was like you know what that, that'd be pretty good
0: i was gonna say that probably plays well at clark leclerc for folks that don't know Maybe today's country or um, the the screamo emo that some guys play. And so, yeah, Billie Jean, Michael Jackson always works. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jacob Starling to the plate now, three to three in the bottom of the eighth. I'm not going to spoil what happens, but it's good uh, for Pirate fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see. We got some old questions from last week. Um, how about I'll, I'll flip this one on you because we talked to the pitchers last week.
4: If you could face one major league pitcher, who would you like to face? Hmm. I feel like it'd be cool to face uh, like a Raltus Chapman. I think it will be oh, a fun wow. one because I mean there's nobody <laughs> like that. I mean he's he's one of a kind so to be able to face a guy like that I think it'd be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah and this guy wasn't a closer like him but when I think of big lefties uh, Randy Johnson oh, yeah. that was before your time a little mm-hmm. bit but uh, it kind of reminds me of that, just the imposing left-handed yeah, pitcher. Big up there. Uh, let's see. the Pros and cons on playing real grass versus turf. So you saw the turf against Campbell, right? And uh, I think you have some other – do you have
4: any other road venues where you'll see turf Cincinnati? Uh, a lot of our conference now, Tulane, Cincinnati. Uh, I think USF is now turf. Okay. Uh, UCF, I want to say – is going to it or they already have so i mean just about everywhere in our conference houston's turf will be there this year but i i like playing on a real field i mean it's what we've played on since we were growing up and i feel like it's real baseball on a regular dirt field but the turf's nice i mean it'll bail you out with some hits here and there because it skips a little more on that but i uh, i definitely like playing on a real field all right um people are obsessed
0: with animals this was a weird one josh what animal does cliff godwin remind you of and why
4: uh, I'd say probably like a, like a pit bull or a, or a Rottweiler, you know, one of those kind of dogs <laughs> okay. where, where, you know, that sometimes they're, they're the real calm, uh, house pet and yeah. sometimes they're, uh, they're going nuts, but, but yeah, I mean, I, coach is more so the house pet when, uh, we're not playing. And then when we, uh, we start playing, coach likes to show that, uh, that, a, kind of wild side
0: good answer i like that <laughs> all right um scott says fisher's popcorn or crab cakes
4: oh, i like fisher's popcorn I, li- I like sweets so i'll get i'll get my regular popcorn and then i, I like that uh that caramel popcorn they have so that's a uh is that a maryland that delicacy one thing yep all right how do you feel about
0: the uh you a crab cakes Scott? i am yeah I I really like crab cakes. I don't know if I've ever had them proper from Maryland. But oh, well, they're
4: they're special. They're special back home. I need
0: to uh, I need to check that out. Let's see if we. Uh, oh, how um, how are you handling the uh, pitch clock and all that? Uh, the changes that they've made there because it's uh, certainly led to a quicker pace. How are you dealing with it?
4: yeah I mean I I don't mind it at all I think it's I think it's good for us because we've practiced dealing with it and understand that we need to get in the box quick and in between pitches the pitchers are always quick but now they can work quick and they don't have to worry about a batter calling time so Mm -hmm. it's good we just we're more comfortable in there but honestly I I don't mind it I actually kind of like it because like you said it speeds the game up and, and it just it keeps everything flowing instead of somebody calling time five times or pitchers stepping off and you know resetting a bunch so i i I like it did you see the uh the mlb
0: highlights on social media floating around the braves got walked off because the guy didn't get in the box quick enough it was
4: insane yeah that i think that's the only part of it that kind of stinks is you can have a game end on that yeah i don't know if maybe they put their that in there you can't end the game on that but yeah i think that that's the only tough part of it uh, in fact, Brian
0: Snicker, after the game, Braves manager said, I don't think this is what the rule was intended for. Oh, but, definitely you know, not. We'll, we'll see if that happens during the regular season as it is just spring training. Saw uh, Burley get an AB earlier yeah. today, uh, which is uh, always cool to see. Um, let's see. Do we got any other questions? We had a lot about
4: Jacob's mustache, which you got <laughs>
0: yours going for mustache March. Oh, looking yeah. good. Are you feeling
4: good about it? Oh, uh, I'm feeling confident this year. I think I got a, I think I have a real chance in the bracket, but obviously, you know, everybody loves J C so we'll see. Uh with the fan voting, I think he might edge me out there. But uh look, you just survive see, in advance. When your that, first round play, matchup. Look, I just wanna get past the second round. I've been getting bounced in the second round for back to back years now, so I want to get past that second round. All right. Play into
0: the fans. You heard it here. Vote for Josh. I guess that will that come out on the first, you think? Uh, have you already taken the pictures and the matchup and everything? Not yet. Okay. So
4: it'll probably end up coming out probably Third, fourth day, or it'll probably come out right before that first series, the yeah. the Leclerc series. But uh, but yeah, make sure you're going out and voting for me. Uh, what's your favorite baseball movie, Josh? Uh, honestly, I it's more of a funny movie, but Benchwarmers. Okay, I love Benchwarmers. Out, you'll catch me watching that probably once a month. Uh, what's your uh, take on the Savannah Bananas? I think it's pretty cool. It <laughs> it, it, it gets the fans more involved because yeah. sometimes you go to a baseball game. I know people get bored watching, but that kind of that kind of environment i feel like is pretty cool so I, i'm a fan of it
0: yeah maybe one day you'll be uh, putting <laughs> on that that yellow uniform josh moylan joining us uh josh uh, tell us about uh, monday so uh, coming off a big win on sunday another uh midweek a travel to the triangle once again tomorrow so what have you been doing uh this monday to to get
4: ready and to recover yeah i mean it's like you said it's more of a recovery day we're we went out and had a lift today and a lot of mobility stuff we did so just kind of getting the body back to feeling right after uh, a long weekend even though we had a game that wasn't played this weekend so we did have an extra day there but yeah just going out recovery hydrate and get some swings in in the cage and get ready for tomorrow how many swings uh, do you like to get in Uh, so I I mean, I try to count them, but I'm usually around 150, 200. Okay, uh, the day before a game, I like to make sure my swing's feeling good before we get in there.
0: And how much uh BP do you get before every game?
4: Uh, we take probably three, four rounds of like five, six swings, so enough, but we hit in the cage also during that, so we get most of our swings in the cage, but the BP is more of a feel good and see how it's flying that day at the park and uh i might have mentioned this to
0: you i talk about it quite a bit but to see you guys take infield outfield palumbo like it's like a work of art. It's like a symphony almost. And I know y'all take pride in everything you do and want to be perfect in everything. But uh, it's it's amazing how much you can do in a short amount of time when everybody's clicking like oh, you yeah. guys do.
4: Yeah, and it's exactly that. We take pride in it. it you know, you see some teams taking I.O. just more of a feel-good infield-outfield. In field, but we like to get our work in doing that. I mean, we take ground balls and BP with full intent, and then we get out there, and it's just – Let's make these plays and let's get our feet moving. Get ready to play. So it's it's more of a go out there and more of a business thing than it is feel good before the game. Five wins
0: to one loss. That one loss, Ed Campbell, always tough uh, when you make that trip to Bowie's Creek. Mm-hmm. So looks like you guys were able to respond pretty quickly from that. But I don't know what what was uh, what was it like uh, after that first loss, uh, Josh, coming off of three wins.
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously you want to go undefeated the whole (laughs) season, but, you know, the loss is eventually going to happen. But everybody was good after that, where morale was high. Everybody was, you know, it's a tough game, but... We got to get back out and get ready for the weekend. It's exactly what we did. We just we just took it day by day and didn't let it uh, hang around with us. And uh, let's talk a little pitching too, while we got you here. Josh is
0: uh, Trey Savage. How about his performance on Friday? Oh, that was awesome. Keeping you guys in the game, uh, so
4: much emotion he's showing, and he is coming into his own as a stud. Oh yeah, and I mean, especially in that game, we needed him to go out and do that because, like you said, I mean Carlson was he was on yep. that day, so we we needed our guy to go out and do the same thing, and Trey did just that. I mean, he was. He was awesome, kept us in the game the whole time and kept the energy on our side as well because it's easy for us to, you know, kind of get down after not hitting the ball real well. But Trey kept us there the whole game, and he he just, I mean, pitched so well like we knew he could. Talking
0: to Josh Moylan here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. And, uh, Josh, when you look at uh at carter spivey thought he might be the guy getting the ball on friday he's uh he's not quite ready to go he closes it down on sunday so uh you guys uh have always been to accept your roles uh, on the team no matter if it's hitting on the field uh pitching whatever and it was cool to see carter spivey able to get some work
4: in against north carolina and get that final out yeah, and I mean, honestly, you would have liked to see Spivey throw on Friday, but I think it kind of worked out in our favor, having him in the bullpen there and knowing that if we had a lead late in the game, he could come in and close it out. And yeah, I mean, I, it's like you said, we all just accept our roles on the team because we're all there to win games. We don't care if we're, you know, the three-hole hitter... The, batting lead off. Like we, don't, we don't care about those kind of things. We care about just going out and winning baseball games.
0: Josh, uh, great stuff, man. Thanks for joining us today. Good luck against uh, Duke tomorrow, and we'll see you this weekend at Clark LeClaire for the Keith LeClaire Classic. Thank you very
4: much. Thanks for having me.
2: You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.